Hello everybody and welcome back to Elder Geeks Game Club. This is episode number 37, Nitronic Rush. My name is Steve and with me as always is Phil. Phil, how are you doing this evening? Very good. How are you? Doing great. And also with us as always is Randy. Randy, how are you doing this evening? I'm coming down from my Nitronic Rush. I'm Nitronic crashing. You had the rush, huh? <laughs> it is a rush. It is definitely a rush. So for those of you who might be joining us for the first time, what we do here on the Game Club is we'll pick a game, we'll play it for a couple of weeks independently uh, between the three of us, and then we get together here and uh, record a podcast where we discuss the game, kind of things we liked, things we didn't like. It's more of a informal, kind of a book club style chat, not really intended to be an official review in any capacity. Uh, and we like to have our audience kind of get involved as well and, and give us some feedback and... and uh, Tell us what they thought of the game as well. Uh, this time around, like I mentioned, we played the game Nitronic Rush, which is a free... Well, it's not... Yeah, it's free. Uh, free. Kind of a car racing game. Uh, and I'm going to let Phil go ahead and give, give you guys some, uh, some background on the game. Sure. So Nit Nitronic Rush, it's, a, it's pegged as an experimental survival racing game. And it was created by a bunch of students at DigiPen under the name of uh, Teen Nitronic. DigiPen, uh, I feel like you hear a lot about their their uh, students, like especially recently. Yeah. Uh, the portal. Yeah, I mean, uh, people were DigiPen people, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a DigiPen person so bad when I was like younger. There was hmm. a there was a write up of it in Nintendo Power like ages ago, and I was just like, that's where I'm going to school. And I never did, but I wanted to like really bad. Were they out in California? No, they're uh, Washington. Washington. It's like right across the street from Nintendo, oh, really? I believe. Oh, yeah, I did not know <laughs> yeah. that at all. I mean, yeah, it's basically Nintendo school. I mean, like they own okay. it and all that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a free downloadable game, as Steve mentioned, and it's made available through NitronicRush.com, and that was available November of 2011, so a year ago now. Um, it was made by four programmers and a designer. Uh, they started the project the summer before their junior year at DigiPen, and after 17 months, they had a team of 11 members in total. And this included four artists, a concept art modeler, and a full-time sound designer. So uh, I grabbed that off Giant Bomb, by the way. I just want to credit them. <laughs> Actually, the, the remaining part of this information I grabbed from Giant Bomb. Uh, the game was built entirely from the ground up using C, so they didn't C++, so they didn't use any engines or anything like that. Um, the key members of Team Nitronic, they actually formed Refract Studios. And these guys are an indie game company, and they haven't created anything yet. But they've actually just ran a successful kiss, a kiss, Kickstarter for a game called Distance. And Distance is basically a spiritual successor of Nitronic Rush. Um, it looks very close to it, but it looks way more polished and stuff. Um, and they made over 160 grand. And their goal was 125 grand, so they did really good for themselves. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. and and the game looks the game looks great. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, it'll work out for them. It's so, up on uh, Greenlight too, right on Steam, I think. Distance is it? Um, I will check I'm it out. How can how can it be if it doesn't exist yet? I uh, I thought I saw I could have sworn it was, but I I might be wrong. I, I hmm. or maybe they were looking to get it on there. Right. And the game, uh, I don't have this in yep. the notes. It, it is, is on there? Yes, it is. It is on. 
Did it release, wow. or is it going to release soon? It's it. Uh, it is still up for vote, I believe. Uh, okay. Because for me, it, I voted yes for it, so I see the uh, the yes check mark, but I don't see that it, it it's saying thanks for helping this title get closer to release on Steam. So I guess it hasn't been uh, greenlit yet. But nice. So if you're listening, well, what if it gets greenlit and it doesn't exist yet? That just means as soon as it's done, it it can go right. That up. they'll sell it through Steam. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah, no, actually, most of the most of the games that are greenlit aren't aren't completed yet. Like they uh, they launch when they when they're done, you know. Oh, so, wow. yeah. I can't seem to use the search right now on greenlight. That's all right. I believe you guys. Um, and another thing I, w- I didn't have in these notes is that Nitronic Rush. It's uh, rather popular. It's been downloaded over a million times in this last year, which is pretty impressive. Hmm. I mean, think about how many free games there are. So, I mean, it must have caught on. I think it shows the quality of the game, you know? Yeah, yeah I seem to remember, and I could be way off. I think I read this on NeoGAF, and I don't know it, how credible this is, but I seem to remember reading something along the lines that Cliffy B. Got it. He, he, yeah, I don't know if he's involved with the new game Distance in any way, shape, or form, or if he just kind of helped them promote it, like gave it a shout-out, and I think that gave okay. them a lot of, got them a lot of exposure. Okay. Um, yeah, he, well, he's in their Kickstarter video. So. Okay, well then, yeah, I guess maybe he just got behind them somehow, and, and uh, but I don't know that he's involved with the project in, in any other capacity. Right. Yeah, I, d- I mean, I doubt it, but yeah, I'm sure he, like, checked it out, loved it, tried to spread the word. So that's cool. So, Nitronic Rush, the game. We played it. All of yeah, us. Yeah, we did. We all played it. And how we, we all we all finished it. I you know, it's funny. Uh, I just wanted to say I've been dying to say this and it, because the big thing about that we were saying was we didn't want to play another platformer. So, <laughs> we I know we where found, you're going with this. I think. We found this game and it's a it's a survival racing game, you know, blah blah blah. So, it looks not anything like a platformer at all on the surface, but then when you play it, you realize that it actually kind of is a platformer. It totally way. plays like a platformer, <laughs> especially those hardcore levels. In yeah. fact, I'm almost willing to say they're they're almost puzzleish. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we can't escape it no matter how yeah. hard we try. I thought tr- the same thing, too. I was like God damn it! We're playing a platformer right now, but <laughs> yeah, it would be completely different. See, the reason why it's, it's almost tipping more towards the platformy side and less towards the racy side is because there's no other cars on the road. Yeah, you you're don't not race ra- anybody. Yeah, it you're not racing anybody. I mean, if you just picture it mentally, if you were to replace the car with, say, Sonic, then I think a lot of people would be pretty familiar with the experience. That's a, that's a good point. It did play very much like one of those Sonic, uh, like the more recent uh, 3D Sonic games, where you're. Uh, running on the track and you're looking at sonic from the back and for uh, the love of god people don't take that as an insult against nitronic oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, that's not a negative i don't mean that in a bad way um you just mean the yeah. fact that you're going fast you're moving forward and you're jumping over obstacles yeah it's definitely an interesting game and i really enjoyed it i mean so the, the premise of this game is uh it's i mean not uh, Looks very root. Looked like Tron was a big influence yeah. for this, obviously. Yeah. Um, not only in the aesthetic of the game and the way it looks and is designed, but also kind of in the story. In that, I, it's this. You're in a city, or I don't know if the city's in the computer or not exactly, or or if the city itself is just like a large mainframe. But basically, what happens is the core of the city, this place that was a very peaceful, prosperous place, gets corrupted with a virus. And then the virus spreads throughout the city, 
and you are your car is essentially like the antivirus and you've got to drive in through the city navigating through all these obstacles and and uh things trying to stop you to get to the center to the core so you can inject the antivirus and then fix the city that's i didn't realize that's what i was doing that sounds like a really mm-hmm. sexy story i was just driving the car yeah, and not doing cool. stuff yeah, that 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 was what I got from the opening kind of little cinematic thing. Was that that was the basic uh, of what was happening, uh, mm. and and from that, yeah, I think that's a really neat premise for a game. I mean, it's not you know, it's like I said, it's kind of borrowed from Tron, but not so much that it was felt derivative. It just was kind of a, the same idea for the most part. But um, yeah, I mean, it even has like the same outline, neon, you know, right. lights and everything like yeah. that, and and uh, the the soundtrack was. Uh, uh, daft pretty punk-ish. reminiscent yeah it was very daft punkish very yeah. very skrillexish uh you know uh so it was it was very close to the to the neutron um, yeah and it worked uh, overall i mean i felt like the whole theme of the game and all, all the design and the sound every, everything together was very cohesive and mm-hmm. uh worked together really well uh i mean the game felt much more polished than something that was done by students while oh, were, totally! Like as a project for school, you know. Well, I do know that they've been updating it through the year as well, so I'm not okay. sure. Like, I'm not trying to say maybe it was, I'm not trying to say it was shit when it came out, but there is a possibility that yeah. over over time they have refined it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, yeah I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, but I, but, but I, I will say this: I think it's my only complaint about the game, and it's kind of hard to complain about a game that was absolutely free. Is that it feels like it, it was like a I don't want to say like a student game, but almost like a, a what can we do with this kind of game? And and hopefully that you know distance will will show what they really can do with the game because you get really cool mechanics in it, like your car jumps, it turns into a jet. But you you know yeah, aside we didn't from really do- describe like what the car can do. We haven't even talked about like any of that stuff. Yeah, it's a uh, it's transformer car. It's it's mask basically. Yeah, it goes. Fast. Yeah, yeah, right. Mask is probably a better uh, better analogy than than uh, transformers really. For for anybody out there who doesn't remember mask at all, so that would be pretty much anybody born after like what eighty nine or so, maybe maybe eighty six. Yeah. But anyway, mask was this old TV show where everybody had these vehicles that were like two vehicles in one. So there was a dude that drove a uh, God. What the hell was that? Like a Trans Am, like, and then like the, yeah. It was like a Trans Am, but the doors folded up like a like a DeLorean, and uh, and um, and they folded out, and he turned it into a jet. So kind of like Mask. And the yeah. DeLorean is in the game, by the way. You can be the DeLorean. And the really? Wheels, yeah, and its wheels do turn in when you fly. That's nice. awesome. I didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, there's an option to just change it right in the in the menu. <sighs> All right, I played I'm as gonna... the DeLorean a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it as the DeLorean again for the video. Uh, sweet. <laughs> Um, so I loved it. Um, you know, I don't like, we don't like to compare games, I know, but you know, when we were playing PID last week and I was, you know, I was saying how I was forcing myself through PID and I kind of didn't want to play. I I had like the complete opposite reaction with this game, which is when you can tell you really, you know, when a game is good, like, you know, I dicked around with it, not expecting to play much at the time that I turned it on and then i ended up blowing through the uh campaign which is about like 20 minutes yeah yeah, it's relatively short right um and then like i stopped i was like wow that was like really awesome and then i just kept playing it and i went like i kept wanting to go back to it and then even after i finished all the hardcore levels and i finished all the old levels and i did like a bunch of i unlocked like a ton of achievements i think i only have like i think i'm only missing like five of them wow um i still went back and played it i played through the story mode like two times after that mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because then you can finish story mode in like 10 minutes when you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah you know what to expect, and you just kind of blast through some stuff. Right. And, and, I loved, and what I really liked about it, too, was just the the mechanics of the of the car like once you get good at it it's one of those games that it's fun from the start but as you get good at it you just start like doing crazy shit that you don't even really necessarily need to do but you just have fun doing it and that's what it's like it's like the mark of a great game is like mm-hmm. when you just want to dick around in the game and yeah. just kind of see what you can get away with and that's another thing to mention is that the game has kind of like a like a tricky like an ss tricky or tricks, SSX tricky, like almost kind of style of like doing flips and tricks and rolls right. while you're in so, the, while you're doing jumps. So and you can you can get more points for doing crazier moves. Right. And one of their inspirations was, um, hence the rush in the in the title was the old like San Fran. Did you guys ever get into like San Francisco mm-hmm. Rush? Yeah, yeah, I remember playing them. They're, they were in like arcades and stuff. Right? Yeah, arcades. Sixty four. They were pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like their inspiration. I didn't play too much Rush back in the day. Um, in fact, I only played the sixty four one like briefly like a friend bought it and brought it over to my house but so i don't like i can't really compare it to that they say it's based on that and i believe them um i can remember like the car going nuts and stuff like that but uh-huh. i don't like i don't know how it controls compared to this so, i mean this is basically like a twin stick game um mm-hmm. yeah that's the other thing when i first played through the story mode i did it on the keyboard um oh really yeah, yeah, so, like, I wasn't, like, it was kind of hard, and I wasn't really able to do too many tricks, and then, like, when I moved to the 360 controller, and I played it again, yes, I see I see people holding up their 360 controller, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, that was kind of hard, because I had to, like, relearn the, the, the controls a little bit, but they were, like, once I got it, then I was, that's when I was, like, oh, shit, I can do all sorts of amazing shit mm-hmm. doing it this way, um, so the second stick is, like, your trick stick, um, the right stick. Yeah, it you also can, like, helps roll you your turns. You, you can do tighter yeah, turns. Yeah, yeah, you can do tighter well. turns. Yeah, exactly. When, once I figured that out too, that was like flying through it. It was awesome. Like, <laughs> which is a really <laughs> neat mechanic. I mean, for a racing game, I don't think I've ever played another racing game where you can use the second stick to, you know, influence the how tight your turns are. The only thing uh, I can think of that did that was um, F Zero, but it didn't use a second stick. But right, like, yeah, that's, shoulder that's buttons. What I'm I know, but I'm just trying to think of like something where you're you're using something else, and you know what I mean. Like usually in like a game like a like a Need for Speed or Burnout, you're you're hitting the brake or you're kind of letting yourself drift around and turn. You're like right. th- like take, easing off the gas to let yourself slide around. It's it's not usually something as active as you know right. turning the the other stick in the opposite direction of the way you want to go to help you make the turn better. Um, yeah. GTA 4 actually did that where you would turn the stick and it would actually help, but it's not anything close to like this. Like GTA 4 did it because it was more like, not to crap on GTA 4 because I love the game, but but it just did not have the best driving mechanics. And turning mm. the, the camera angle on the game actually was what massively like helped push the car in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't. I don't think it was an intentional mechanic like it is in this, where you push right. that stick and, and it goes. Did you ever? Did you guys ever play? Um, it's not. It's, I guess it's kind of similar. Did you guys ever play Wave Race Blue Storm? No, I pretty much stopped after Wave one. Race 64. Oh, yeah, right. I think I, I don't think I ever played that one. Uh, I only played the, the cube first. one. The turns are pressure sensitive to the uh, to the triggers. Okay. You know how, like, oh they, wow. Now the GameCube ones have like those real squishy analog triggers, so it's almost a, kind of like the same idea. Like the you know what I mean? Like the harder you press on the trigger, the more he's gonna lean. Um, yeah. So the second stick is all tricks. So you can like do crazy barrel rolls and. 
once like I started playing and using the second stick for tricks, I was doing just like crazy shit. Like at one point, I was able to basically spin my car like a top, and I just kept doing barrel rolls, and I was like seriously just spinning like a top. That's awesome. And, and eventually, I just stopped it. And then, like, you have so much control over the way you stop it that it almost looks like you're coming out of like a break dance. Like, your just car just kind of slowly flips around, and then you just drive off. Like, and, you know, I, I didn't crash mm-hmm. anything. There wasn't anything awkward. Like, it just it just worked like great. So I can't like the fact that these dudes just built this like as a student game. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Like the shit you can do. Another thing I had fun doing with when I was playing through the story mode. Um, like the second or third time was just like randomly jumping off edges and flying and then catching mm-hmm. latching back onto the track and just doing like crazy stuff and seeing like what I could survive I guess the survival racing mm-hmm. part of it um, yeah and it, it's just cool like how you can even recover from a crazy jump like you could just maybe latch onto the side of like this building and then maybe jump right off of the building and fly back onto the track like I just love all the um all the options that you basically have thanks to the like the physics of the game mm-hmm. it's just I would say if I had a complaint about the game in its current state I would think some and, and this is from the standpoint of playing with a controller specifically mm-hmm. the 360 controller and I don't know how it is on other controllers it's probably similar but um, you can't really change any of the buttons around and I felt found, uh, found some of the button placement to be a little weird yeah the um, jumping being X or the right bumper was kind of weird like there, you, you almost wish that, that it was the A button instead you know like there's yeah. something more natural about where that is on your on your stick for driving yeah like like make the like a, the right trigger is your basic your your normal accelerate and then right. the left trigger is your brake and that's pretty standard for, for driving games uh, but yeah, like you're saying, so the A button is your your boost, and then the the blue it's button or the X button is your jump, and so you kind of have to hold it down with the one part of your thumb and then tap it with the tip of your thumb, and it just I found it at times like I would screw stuff up, especially on the harder on the hardcore levels uh, where where you really have to be precise. I found some of that to be a little awkward, and it would have been nice to just be able to go in. It, I mean, I get that. It was nice that they give you two options, like you can jump is the the X button or the right bumper. But yeah, even that was a little weird. The right bumper, I didn't didn't really work for me either. So I would have liked to have the option to go in and maybe remap some stuff and try some different things out. Just because yeah, it, would, it, it would work better if they were if they were flipped because then it would be Super Mario style, where like yeah, your run yeah. button is the tip of your thumb and the jump is is the base of your thumb. Exactly. Yeah, that would be that would be probably be perfect. Um, but. For a game like Phil saying with so much uh, freedom to experiment, that to then not have the controls also be able to be kind of switched around so you could try different things that way was was a little disappointing. But again, for a free game, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that's like a deal breaker or anything right. like that. I mean, that's probably a mark of a pretty good game when that's the only bitch that you can say about it is. I just wish that a couple of the buttons were swapped around. Yeah, you know, that's. I mean, pretty, that's, li- that's pretty minimal. That's literally the only thing that that kind of bothered me at all in the entire time I played the game. And, and uh, you know, that's something that maybe in the new game that they're going to address and, and uh, uh, work out. So that would be yeah. cool. Sorry, everybody. If anybody's watching the YouTube video version of this, I'm the one that's playing it and you're seeing me play it for the first time. So if I'm not doing anything like ridiculously wicked on it or, or like, uh, or catching walls and or ceilings or anything properly, I don't care. <laughs> You're not watching me play this because I'm going like, oh, look how awesome I am at this game. And, and please don't, uh, you know, 
<laughs> look how bad Randy is in this game. I'm just showing it to you so you can see what it looks like and go out and play it. It's free. Uh, you know, Steve, I, I agree with the uh, button placement. I feel like I, I feel like I taught myself how to play this game three times because the first time I was using the keyboard, then I was using the Xbox controller, and I was focusing on um, hitting using like A and B or whatever buttons they are, mm-hmm. along with trying to use the stick. Mm-hmm. I gave myself, I gave my thumb like a blister that night. So then <laughs> I did. I'm not even. Lo- that's when I came in the Elder Geek chat. Like the next day, I was like, "Dude, I was like, do you guys, did you guys hurt your thumb playing this?" <laughs> I did. So then when I played it again, I forced myself to learn it with having both thumbs on the sticks and using just the triggers to do everything. Um, you know, if you're boosting, you can let go of the uh, the acceleration. You don't have to hold both. Right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that kind of helped a little bit, but there's still, like, this thing you got to wrap. I never, like, even most games, if you use the boost, you don't have to hold and accelerate, but I always find myself I'm holding in both. Me yeah, too. Like, almost all the time. Um, so, yeah. Same thing with when you're flying. You don't have to hit the accelerator right. at all anymore. It just yeah, goes. yeah, it just takes off, right. And then it's using boost because you can't fly for an extended amount of time. Eventually, you have to land. Um, Did you guys try out the online thing at all? No. no. I did, and I don't really know what it did. <laughs> I think oh. it kept saying it was downloading ghost data, and then, mm. like, so what I expected to see was, like, another ghost car. version of somebody else's car, you know, right, right. Uh, that I would be driving along with me, um, but then I never saw that, so I don't yeah. know. If I wonder if it was just, like, marking scores against one another instead of, like, actual ghost data, like, maybe it was just sharing yeah scores. so like, yeah, yeah i did see that like at the end when it would ask you to put in your initials or whatever i would see a couple other ones on there that i didn't recognize and a i lot had of put poos in. and asses yeah well i, I always put in ass asses I just <laughs> everything <laughs> anytime i can put in a three-letter initial it's always ass old habits I'm, die I'm not, hard i'm not particularly creative <laughs> that way but um yeah so there was they, those were me the ass was me uh <laughs> i don't know about the other people though so they might have been downloaded i don't know but you know i i just didn't know if maybe something wasn't working right or i, I didn't know what to expect because there wasn't really any explanation as to what the online was you just do it and i was like all right well, let's see hmm. but that was it um i do kind of actually have a like a sort of complaint um okay. about the game so when you play you guys didn't play much of the hardcore levels, I guess. I, I got as far to... as I could, which was not far. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I played through them all. Uh, and let me tell you, some of these stages took like 20 minutes to get through. Um, <laughs> Crap. <laughs> I mean, like, insanely, insanely hard. Um, and that I kind of didn't like that because, all right, when you're playing the campaign mode, like I was saying, you have all these options to do all this stuff. I played through the campaign a couple times because I just had so much fun playing it. So you go to hardcore, and they take away your f- your flight ability. Mm-hmm. And now, because they take that away, now you, you're forced to... And this stuff's cool in theory. And it is cool when you're doing it successfully. Um, now you have to, like, latch onto walls and, mm-hmm. you know... And then flip your car around, then flip it again, and it teaches you in the first stage. This is how you flip onto the walls, you know. Yeah, and it's not easy. And it is not easy. And and I, I threw. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I think, and this goes back to the controls. I think a lot of why it's not easy is because I was fighting with the buttons uh, as right. far as doing that. It just didn't. And I mean, li- like when you do it successfully, it feels awesome. But 
like getting to that point. I mean, you're dying over and over. I'm talking like Super Meat Boy type death. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to a section of like maybe three jumps. The checkpoints are nonstop, you know, but you get to a section of maybe like three jumps and you just need to freaking get it right and you need to do it perfect with little room for error. And I just felt like that kind of went against the game. It's almost like there's two games here. You know what I mean? Like there's yep. like this, like that was like the mega platformy type stuff. Like, like I said, almost like a Meat Boy. Whereas I felt the campaign was more of, even though it's not, you're not r- racing against each other. That felt more of like a racing game. And I guess mm-hmm. maybe that's the purpose of it. But well, you it, and I were actually talking about this uh, through chat earlier. I think that the biggest problem for me about the hardcore levels was there was no, there's no gradation between no. The, the standard and the hardcore. It is, like, hardcore. like Right, exactly. It feels like two completely different things. Like, yeah, there, like, well, there is, is a different game. The, there is no gentle learning curve. It is a knife coming at your face kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. And if and if you can pull it off, then awesome. Kudos, you know. But uh, but to to go right from the end of the campaign, you're like, oh, I'm going to go try the hardcore levels now. There's, there is no, I don't want to say hand-holding, but, but, you know, Super, Super Meat Boy is a really good example of it. Like, Super Meat Boy even though it's not telling you that it's teaching you how to play, it teaches you how to play while you're playing it. So you get all the basic mechanics down. This game basically just says, okay, now go and stick to that wall. And, and right. you've just got to go through trial and error and, and just get it you right. know, on your which own. Is, which is not something you ever had to do during the campaign. No. Right. Even like maybe if they had introduced that during the campaign, but maybe a little gentler, and then you get good at that mechanic, and then you're able to then try to you know really do these hardcore levels yeah you're, exa- you're exactly right you're just kind of like beating your head against it in the beginning of those hardcore stages yeah the and stick I mean, and I carrot totally take different roles right. there's and no I more carrot it's all stick right <laughs> i understand why they get rid of the flight because it's like well if i have the flight why am i going to stick to this wall so right. like i like i get that but like but there I would be a I way just... still to like do that properly like if you had the flight and the ability to stick to the wall cuz then you could right. like ha- give them situations where yeah you can get so far flying but eventually you're going to have to learn how to stick, stick to onto the wall right. you know right exactly um yeah so that is like kind of my only negative like i kind of did not have that much fun it was more of like i was determined to get through the hardcore levels <laughs> you know what i mean like i i, I was like i am not letting this beat me <laughs> and I knew I could do it, and I did do it, and it felt very good. But oh, and the final level of the hardcore levels probably would have been very hard. Um, it's actually the Battletoads tur- Turbo Tunnel. Oh, really? Yeah, like, that's cool. Ex- I mean, exact, exact. But like, and I know it's exact because you don't understand how many times I've played like the battle. <laughs> do the I could go turn on Battletoads right now and do the Turbo Turbo Tunnel probably without dying, and I haven't played the game in years. <laughs> like it's in, it's like burned into my brain <laughs> muscle memory yeah and i'm pretty certain that the track followed like I- exact exact because i knew what was coming up and it, and it would happen that's I'm awesome like, uh, yeah so actually they they actually love rare because then they have um ultra combo in there like the announcer the announcer is pretty the, funny too we didn't even the, touch yeah. on him do a barrel roll achievement yeah right yeah so the, um yeah, it actually has some pretty good humor to it as well. Like I said, the DeLorean's in there, and there's a couple achievements that you can get just using the DeLorean, like Back to the Future type stuff. Do you know what was my favorite part of the entire game? And this sounds like a dumb thing for it to be a favorite, but my, probably because okay. I want to see more games do this, is their end credits, 
you drove through them. They were on the billboards and everything. That was like that. awesome. Like, really it's great. It's like, game. why aren't other games doing this? Like, that's really cool. Like, why at the end of Assassin's Creed 3, why did I sit through a fucking 45-minute black and white crawl of just names when you could do something really cool like that? Mm-hmm. Like, put them on the buildings or something like that. Yeah, the, the credits were, were great in this game. Definitely. Yeah, this game was cool. I mean, I definitely could see this being... Like, this would be a really fun game to play in an arcade. Oh, yeah. I mean, with... with I don't know how you would do the controls in the arcade, because I think a steering wheel would be a bit Steering wheel and pedal, just like uh, really? just like pole position. Hell, yeah. I would or, almost uh, wanna... or even Spy Hunter. <laughs> I would almost like to see them do some kind of, like, unique... Contr- like, two, like, like sticks or something that you use. Like, I'm... I'm gesturing at my webcam right now so the people listening to this have no <laughs> idea um but like you know where you kind of like pivot kind of the way you use the thumbsticks but like i don't know it it, it would be interesting i uh, was thinking like maybe it would help if i mean this may have been how san francisco rush did it actually but i, I don't remember if there was like just kind of a modifier like you hold in one of the triggers and now the stick that you use to steer is now your trick stick you know what i mean mm. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't in, in isn't my head that, right now. Isn't that how uh, Tricky does it too? Sort of. Isn't don't you hold down a key uh, and then you can like flip and stuff? Or am I thinking of some? Might be thinking of it wrong. No, that's. I think that's kind of how SSX works. Well, SSX, the moment you leave the ground, you're just doing tricks. Like there's I, not like a. I guess I'm thinking of like the grabs when you hold down the right. key and then you do like a grab kind of trick. Yeah, it's been a while since I played yeah. SSX. But <laughs> I skipped the last one, but I think the last one I played was Tricky on the PS2. Oh, God, yeah, I love Tricky. I actually was reminded of... Um, did you guys ever play 1080 Snowboarding on N64? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, I did. Only reminded of it in the fact that... I mean, they're not really anything alike, but in that game, it had a similar thing where like the physics, the physics of it were pretty cool in that, like... If you were falling down the side of a mountain, maybe you could like clip a rock just right with your board, where you wouldn't, you know what, like you wouldn't fall and you could save yourself and you could mm-hmm. do like these like really crazy things. And that was like one of the things I loved about that game too. Is like depending on where you placed your board, you could survive, you know. And like that is in this game too. Or depending on the way you flip your car, you can make it. Like I don't know, have fun with that kind of stuff. It's cool. I mean, only slightly reminded of 1080 in that way. But I get you. I smell what you're stepping. Yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> it smells like shit. No. <laughs> so I guess yeah. I mean, for this game, I would definitely. I'm definitely interested in distance now. Having played this, I'd like to yeah. see what, what they can do with a, with a budget. And uh, you know, I, I hope it gets greenlit. Uh, I mean, even if it doesn't get greenlit, I'm sure it, you know it'll be somewhere, and, and then maybe eventually it'll. Uh, and it looks like an actual racing game too. It looked like from the video, there's like cars that you're racing against. Nice. Oh, okay. So multiple different cars and maybe a Mario mm-hmm. Kart type uh, kart racing segment to it. Maybe, perhaps, hopefully. As in like items and stuff being. Formed? Well, maybe not necessarily items, but at least the fact that you're all on the same track and you guys all have like wacky like materials like boosts and jetpacks oh, right. and crap like that. Well, it's kind of like Wipeout. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Wipeout-ish. Hmm. Yeah, the yeah. PC the PC could use a good uh, wipeout-ish type game. I think that's one thing that I, I can't think of any out there really that are uh, so worth buying's across the board from all of us. Worth downloading. Well, yeah, since it's free. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, definitely. If you guys didn't check it out, uh, you know, I would say go go over there and what is it? Nitronicrush.com. 
mm-hmm. nitronic-rush.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously, we'll, I'm sure we'll have links in the uh, description and show notes and whatnot. So, yeah. And yeah. gorgeous game. If, yeah, and I don't know if this is like... Um, something that they made for class and this was you know something they turn in and they i don't know how digipen works you know what i mean i don't know if this is like their final or something but definitely worthy of an a (laughs) or i don't know if it's something they just i don't know if it's just something they made on their you know what i mean they just made while they were there i don't understand like i don't know the context of it but i i thought i remember reading and again uh, this was probably something i read on gaff and i don't know how accurate it is but something along the lines of like the reason why they just put this up for free was because it was done at digipen and they couldn't monetize okay. like i think it was a project and they, that's why they couldn't monetize it so that's well, why that makes sense right and again that could be complete bullshit i don't know no I, that probably does make it's, sense it I sounded mean, it sounded legitimate but <laughs> <laughs> well and they got the digipen logo all over it too so yeah that's true that's true. So yeah, maybe they they couldn't sell it for that reason. And, and right, right. But I think it's a great. Uh, I mean, it's f- it's a lot of fun, and it's a good kind of proof of concept for what they're working on next as well. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely. I've already, like I said, I already voted yes to greenlight it on Steam, and I'll be keeping an eye on it for sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. It was awesome. These guys, uh, for for what I'm assuming, are a bunch of young dudes right out of school. Did a bang up job. Good stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, awkward. Awkward pause. Awkward now. pause. No. <laughs> no, awkward, awkward pause. When I remembered so that we did, we'd had one person chime in about uh, Nitronic Rush, and I wanted to read their comment because uh, I don't think there was much to read, unless there was another comment I didn't see. No, there wasn't. Uh, where <laughs> is it? I'll find it. I think it here was it is. Nitronic Rush is awesome. Isn't that it? Wrestling Theme Remix left us a comment on uh, YouTube, and he said, Nitronic Rush is the shit. Oh, is the shit. I'm the sorry. Shit. Yep. Not, not awesome is the shit. That's awesome, but though, that he wrote that it was the shit. That is the yeah. shit that he thinks it's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I made my brother play it, too. He wrote a little something. I didn't, I didn't jot it down, but he, he really dug it, too. thought it was yeah. cool. Nice. And I'll just, since we don't have a ton of comments on the actual game, I will just point out. I, I mentioned this. Uh, I don't know if anybody listening even follows me on twitter so but whatever just that lately we've been getting a lot of really nice feedback about the show uh particularly on youtube and uh really appreciate that so thank you guys very much for all the nice comments you've been making it makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside when we read them like mm-hmm. so so next time we're doing a uh, walking dead huh we're doing yes. a biggie yeah we're yes. doing the walking dead for our final game club episode of 2012 uh, we will be doing The Walking Dead, the Telltale game, not the Facebook one. Yeah, and also <laughs> not the game that comes out next year, also called The Walking Dead. Right, right. right. Yes, we are doing the good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's not fair. That's not fair. I'm, I'm all, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, yeah, so that will, this is kind of a, an anomaly for us in that we don't usually do longer games but the f- truth be told is we've all kind of been playing it already so we just figured we'd extend it out and then uh talk about it for our final episode it'll be a lot of fun it'll probably be very spoiler heavy oh yeah, oh, yeah. we're gonna put a spoiler alert right at the beginning of that if you have not played walking dead don't even bother showing up to that show and in fact yeah. if you haven't played the walking dead shame on you go play yeah. the walking dead that's your chance <laughs> if you didn't pick it up in the last steam sale uh over thanksgiving i'm sure or gamers gator whoever had it on sale uh i'm sure that 
the upcoming winter sales will also have it uh, cheap if you don't want to spend the 20 bucks or whatever. And Yeah, plus it's, you know, no, it's going to be out on disc, I think, soon. It might be out on disc already by the time people hear this on online. Oh, like there, like people will be able to buy like the full thing and, and just like pop it in their cool. 360 cool. or PlayStation and play it. Yes, you owe it to yourself if you're at all even marginally a fan of The Walking Dead in any of its forms, uh, or if you're even if you're just a fan of good uh, um, zombie adventure, adventure kind of branching dialogue kind of stuff, you definitely should check this game out and leave us some feedback, and we will definitely read it on the show. Uh, on this next episode because this is going to be a big one it will be our big end of year shebang for the show and uh, i'm really looking forward to it me too yes 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 so uh be sure to head over to eldergeek.com and check us out on facebook twitter uh check out our twitch tv channel where there's always good stuff going on guys are always streaming shows uh streaming games um and they do the two button panic every week Uh, a lot of good stuff going on you guys should check it out and also hit us up on itunes you can download if you're listening to this on youtube uh thank you very much we appreciate it you should definitely subscribe to the elder geek channel uh as there are always good reviews going up and video features uh and then also if you are interested you can subscribe to an audio feed of this show and download it to your podcast uh device of choice we're on <laughs> itunes we're on zune we're on stitcher radio look for us on any of those uh, marketplaces and subscribe to the show and if you have it in your heart you know it is the season of giving we would absolutely appreciate it if you'd leave us some reviews or five star ratings on any of those marketplaces it would help us out a whole bunch and that about does it for this episode of the Outer Geek game club um, thank you guys very much for listening we hope you enjoyed the show and if you didn't play it go check out nitronic rush because it's awesome, in case you didn't gather that from the last 40 minutes or so of us talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For myself, Steve, and Bill and Randy, yep. thank you very much, everybody. Good night. Yeah.